Sana ngayong ngayong gabi, ngayong oras na ito, picturean niyo lahat ng mga nandito ay may matanggap tayong liwanag. And out of this, pwede niyo nang i-develop. Basta ang goal natin, lahat ng pag-aaral natin must be centered and must be taken from the light that streams from the cross of Calvary. Bakit? Ano nang nasa Calvary? Kasi doon sa cross of Calvary, yung liwanag doon, nando pinahayag ng Diyos ang kanyang pag-ibig sa atin na mas higit pa sa kanyang sarili. Yun yung agape. Pangalawa, doon niya ipinakita at ipinahayag kung gaano kasama si Satanas at ang kasalanan. Pangatlo, doon din niya inihayag kung gaano tayo katalamak sa kasalanan at sa ating mga sarili-sarili ay wala tayong magagawa para iligtas ang ating mga sarili mula sa kapangyarihan, kaparusahan ng kasalanan. So dito, sa sanctuary message, ito yung binigay ng Panginoon sa atin. So mag-uumpisa, titingnan na muna natin itong kwan. Yan yung, yan yung sanctuary na pinagawa ng Panginoon doon kay Moises sa ilang. So titingnan natin siya sa aerial view. Okay? Aerial view. Dito, ito yung tinatawag na courtyard. Tapos merong isang entrance. Titingnan niyo mga kapatid, napakahalaga nitong uh, compass, northeast, west, south. Titingnan niyo mga kapatid, yung entrance nandito sa eastern square or eastern court. Ang ibig sabihin niyan mga kapatid, pag ang tao ay pumasok sa entrance ng courtyard, nakatalikod siya sa araw, that means the sanctuary, number one, is teaching people to say no to sun worship. Kaya pag pumasok siya sa sanctuary, nakaharap siya sa east, uh, sa west. Papasok siya sa east, nakaharap siya sa, sa west. Okay? Yan. Ngayon, itong courtyard was 100 cubits long and 50 cubits wide. Makikita natin yan sa Exodus 27 verses 9 to 13. Accurate po mga kapatid ang binigay ng Panginoon ng mga measurements kasi meron itong kahulugan na napakahalaga na nakaugnay sa ating kaligtasan. So the measurement of the court can be further broken down into two equally sized parts consisting of the eastern court and the western court or square. Ngayon, makikita natin mga kapatid dito, uh, marami tayong pagturo natin ng sanctuary kung saan-saan lang natin linalagay yung mga furnitures. Tapos yung, yung lalo na yung, yung temple, yung holy place, tsaka most holy place, kung saan-saan lang yan nakalagay. Merong iba malapit doon sa dulo ng Western Square. Yung iba naman, nagtuturo naman itong, itong altar of burnt offering nasa gilid. So, iba-iba yung pagka-drawing. Ngayon, kung may time talaga tayo, we have to spend time to dig. Lalo na sa mga Hebrews writer, mga Hebrew scholar. Pwede natin makuha ito, yung tamang uh, positioning, yung tamang structure ng sanctuary. Para hindi ala tsamba, hindi ala kopya. Pero sa atin naman mga presentations dito, we don't claim originality. Mga kopya din ito. Pero kung kokopya tayo, at ibabahagi natin. Kopyahin natin 
at ibahagi natin yung tama. Okay, so dito, the most important structure in the eastern square was the altar of burnt offering. Ito mga kapatid. Indicated by its prominent location in the exact center square dito sa first court, courtyard. Yan yung aerial view. Itong nasa gitna nito, wala ito sa, sa original. Linagay lang natin ito dito para ma-guide ma tayo. Okay, parang nagtutur tayo dito ngayon sa, sa sanctuary. Ito yung pinaka-building. Ito yung pinaka-temple, yung tent. So dito nahahati yung holy place, tsaka most holy place. Dito sa hol holy place, merong tatlong furniture, um, um, table of showbread, altar of incense, and candlestick. At dito sa temple, nahahati yan sa holy place, most holy place. Doon sa most holy place, isa lang ang furniture na nandun. Yung Ark of the Covenant na ang linalaman doon sa loob ay Ten Commandments and it has been covered ng um, cherubim. At dyan sa taas, makikita nyo, nandyan yung presence ng Panginoon. Okay, so yan yung Eastern Square. Anong rinay-represent ng Eastern Square? The Eastern Square represented the gospel. Ito yung earthly life ni Jesus Christ. Pagpunta natin doon sa Luke chapter 2 verse 10, kasi karamihan ng presentation ng gospel, nag-uumpisa sila talaga sa life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Magiging kulang yung gospel kasi hindi pwedeng mamuhay si Kristo kung siya lang ay nabuhay na diretsyo na kagaya ni Adam. Nag-uumpisa talaga siya sa birth. Yung birth ni Jesus Christ, it did not save us. It qualifies Him to be our Savior, to be our actual representative and substitute. Dito sa Luke chapter 2 verse 10, yung istorya nito, yung background, yung mga shepherds, yung mga pastol na nagbabantay ng kanilang mga tupa, ay nagpakita yung anghel at nagbigay ng mensahe. So sa time na nakita nila yung anghel, tingnan nyo, yung, buksan nyo yung Bible nyo. Nakita ng anghel, sila ay lubhang natakot. Hindi lang sila natakot. Lubhang natakot. Mega fear. They were uh, exceedingly afraid. Kung ano nakita. Ang sabi ng anghel, huwag kayong matakot dahil meron kaming dalang mabuting balita na nagdadala ng malaking kagalakan. We, we bring you good tidings of great joy. Good tidings of great joy which shall be unto all the people. So yung pagkabuhay ni Kristo, good news yun, hindi lang dun sa Roma, hindi lang dun sa Judea, sa buong sanlibutan. So dun nagumpisa yung gospel, the birth. Pagdating dun sa 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 to 4, dito in-specify ni Pablo na kasi ang issue sa 1 Corinthians chapter 15, merong tumanggap kay Kristo, merong tumanggap sa gospel, pero ayaw maniwala ng pagkabuhay na maguli ng mga believers. The resurrection of the believers. Nandun sa 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 12 yung issue. So dito, ang introduction niya, hindi siya nagamit ng proof text. Kung hindi sinabi niya, this is the gospel na itinuro ko sa inyo. So, 
in this eastern square, ito yung Christ's earthly mission. He started from birth and then he lived a perfect life. He surrendered himself to the death of the cross. And then he was resurrected by the glory of the Father. So yung kanyang earthly mission consisting of his perfect life and sacrificial death. Ito yung nag-execute ng ating kaligtasan. Yung his perfect life and his sacrificial death. So all Eastern Square services pointed to what is now completed historical facts accomplished, obtained in Jesus Christ around 2,000 years ago para sa buong sanlibutan. That's why the gospel has to be preached into all the world. Kita nyo? In his mission, the sentence of condemnation for the whole human race was changed to a verdict of justification. Romans chapter 5 verses 16 and 18. Pag narinig na ng tao ang message nitong about worldwide justification at tinanggap nila, magiging justification by faith. Tinatawag na ito dati, um, ang mensahe mismo ay pag-aaring ganap, pagliligtas. At pag narinig at tinanggap na ito, ang pagliligtas na ito, pag-aaring ganap, becomes pag-aaring ganap sa pamamagitan na ngayon ng pananampalataya. So what Christ did, what not just a provision, hindi lang ito uh, temporary. He actually obtained eternal redemption. Dapat yan ang malaman natin kasi karamihan sa atin, alangan tayo magpatotoo sa sanlibutan kung sino man ang nakakasalamu natin. Sana nandito si pastor o kung sino nagbabaybo sa atin. Kasi tayo mismo walang katiyakan. So through the sanctuary message, pinakita ng Panginoon dito kay Moises yung plan of redemption from beginning to end. Kaya itong Eastern Square is Christ's earthly ministry na tinapos niya sa kanyang banal na kasaysayan. Okay, pupunta naman tayo sa Eastern Square. Or, I'm sorry, Western Square or Western Court. Picturean nyo ito, pag-aralan nyo din mga kapatid bago nyo ibahagi. Baka mamaya merong problema dito. Bahagi lang tayo ng bahagi dahil programa ng, ng Radical Reconnection o si Brother Epi. Pag-aralan nyo rin. So Western Square contained that tabernacle with its two compartments. Ito yung tent. The holy and most holy place. Ngayon, while there was no physical barrier, ito yung sinasabi ko na physical barrier, between the whole eastern square and western square of the courtyard, the outer veil, ito, ito dito sa gitna, sa harap nitong uh, labor, the outer veil of the tabernacle, which was the way into the holy place, papasok doon sa holy place sa, sa temple, was located exactly at this dividing longitude. Ito yun. Okay, so the Western Square furnishing and services have their fulfillment in Jesus Christ, our heavenly High Priest. Don't you know, magitan ngayon? So since His ascension to heaven, our High Priest Jesus Christ is making real in our experience, of course, through the Holy Spirit, what God has already fulfilled in His earthly mission dito sa Western Square. 
kuha niyo mga kapatid. So I hope and pray ngayon, kailangan natin magpray habang nagsasalita ako, nagbabahagi. Magpray tayo mga kapatid. Kung gusto natin na maging effective ang message ng sanctuary, number one sa sarili natin, we understand it in its clarity and its purity, na, na, na unawaan natin, papasok sa ating karanasan, doon pa lang natin ito maibigay na naging totoo sa ating mga sarili. Kaya kung titingnan natin, nakita nyo na yung mga furnitures, linagyan natin ng numbering. So number one, yan yung altar of burnt offering. Dito sinusunog yung mga hain. Number two, yung bronze laver, yung may tubig doon. Bago papasok yung saserdote doon sa temple, na may dala na dugo na kung anong uh, hayop ang kanilang inihain, maghuhugas muna ng paa at kamay yung saserdote, yung pari. Hindi pwede silang papasok dito sa temple na hindi naghugas ng kamay at paa. Tapos itong number three dito sa gitna, ito yung outer veil. Yan, ang nagdi-divide ng eastern tsaka western court. Yung pang-apat, table of showbread. Yung pang-lima, yan yung lampstand. Yan doon nag-iilaw kasi walang ilaw doon sa loob. Number six, ito yung altar of incense. Dito may sinusunog sila na insenso. Pag minsan makita nyo sa mga ibang simbahan, nagsusunog sila ng insenso habang nag, nag, may ginagawa sila na servisyo. Number seven, ito yung inner veil. Ito yung naghahati ng holy place tsaka most holy place. And yung number eight, nag-iisang furniture ay the Ark of the Covenant. Nandyan sa loob yung Ten Commandments at nandyan din yung presensya ng Panginoon. Tingnan nyo, buksan nyo mga kapatid. Yung Psalm 77 verse 13. Ang sabi ni Haring David doon, Psalm 77 verse 13, mga awit, 77 verse 13. Ang sabi ni Haring David, Your way, O God, is in, in the sanctuary. Ngayon, anong way yon? Ano ang way? Ano ang daan ng Diyos na nandun sa, sa sanctuaryo? Kaya pag-aral natin ng Bible, doon lang natin malalaman yung tamang pamamaraan sa pag-aral. Hindi tayo pro-text. Doon sa verse 15, tingnan nyo mga kapatid. Doon sa verse 15, sinasabi niya na ang mga angka ni Jacob ay kanyang tinubos. Sa verse 15. So ano yung daan na nandun sa sanctuary? What way God has in, in the sanctuary? The way of salvation. The way of redemption. Kita niyo mga kapatid, napakaganda ng mensahe binigay ng Diyos sa atin. Nagkaroon lang ng distortion. Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Kita niyo mga kapatid sa verse 15. Thou hast with thine arm redeemed thy people the sons of Jacob and Joseph. So what way is in the sanctuary? God's way of redemption. Napakahalaga at napakaganda. So dito makikita natin, dito. Ngayon, itong puting tabing, 
isang pag, isang buong pag-aaral itong puting tabing. Itong puting tabing na to, it represents the righteousness of Christ. Halimbawa, nandun si Brother E, pinagkasala siya. Magdadala ako ng tupa, ng hain, maglalakad ako. May distansya yan, hindi yan malapit sa, sa mga tent. May distansya yan. Habang naglalakad ako, lahat ng mga chismoso at chismosa, sasabihin, ako si Brother Epi, nagkasala na naman yan kagabi. O, ay, oo nga, may dala na naman siyang tupa. Ang problema mga kapatid, hindi lang ako nagkakasala. Lahat na nandyan, makasalanan yan. So araw-araw, lalakad. May dalang mga hain. Ito yung good news mga kapatid. Sa oras na pumasok yung isang makasalanan dito sa loob ng tabing, kahit ano pang usap-usapan doon sa labas, hanggang kwentuhan na lang sila at usap-usapan. Pero yung nagkasala na pumasok dito sa tabing, siya ay tinabunan na ng puting tabing na nagkakatawan sa katwiran ng ating Panginoong Yesus. Iyan ang napakaganda. Umpisa pa lang ng sanctuary. Good news na kaagad sa makasalanan. At kung titingnan natin mga kapatid, laging ang kaligtasan Laging ang pag-aayos ng kasalanan nandito lamang sa sanctuary. That's why the way of God is in the sanctuary. What way? The way of redemption. The way of salvation. So yung mga chismoso, mga, chismoso, mga, mga pakialamero, hindi, nila, hindi sila pwedeng sumilip doon kasi mataas yan. Nine, nine feet itong tabing na to. Talagang wala silang makikita ng mga activities doon kung anong nangyayari. Maliban lang na pumasok sila. Meron tayong isang kapatid. I-example ko lang ito. Meron tayong isang kapatid. Tinanggap niya na si Lord. Pero bago siya nagtanggap kay Lord, ayaw talaga niya mag-adventist. Ang sabi niya, gusto ko magpubaptize kay Lord. Pero ayaw ko mag-seventh-day adventist. Nung nalaman niya yung meaning ng seventh day, bakit seventh day, tapos adventist, sa kabila ng yung likas niya ayaw tumanggap sa Panginoon. Pero yung, yung new mind niya, the mind of Christ na nandun na sa kanya na dinala ng Holy Spirit, mas grabing galak yung na, naranasan niya na hindi ma-explain. Na kahit siya mismo, kahit sino, hindi ma-explain. Ganon kaganda. Ganon ka, ka, ka grabe yung kagalakan na nararamdaman ng isang makasalanan na narinig, naintindihan at tinanggap yung katotohanan ng ibanghelyo. Yung kagalakan hindi ma, hindi mapaliwanag. So dito pa lang umpisa pa lang dito sa tabing yun na. So ngayon, baka mapahaba yung explain kasi malaking topic ito mga kapatid pero shortcut lang itong presentation natin ngayong, ngayong gabi. Marami ito. Ito yung apat lang na tanong tayo ngayon, apat lang. Kasi nakakalating oras na kaagad. Bakit Inutusan ng Diyos si Moses magtayo ng sanctuary. Why did God instruct Moses to build a sanctuary? Exodus Exodus chapter 25 verse 8. Ito yung sabi ng Diyos. And let them make me or build me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. Ah. So ang layunin pala ng pagpatayo ng Diyos ng sanctuaryo doon sa ilang hindi doon sa promised land hindi doon sa Egypt dito sa ilang ano nga yung layunin is to re-educate them to live a life that is in accordance to the will to the way to the plan of salvation that God has 
for them. So let me let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell in them. Alam niyo mga kapatid, yung kasalanan natin, Isaiah chapter 59 verse 2. Yung kasalanan natin nung nagkasala, nahulog tayo sa kasalanan. Hindi ang Diyos kung hindi tayo mismo sa pamagitan ni Adam, Romans chapter 5 verse 12. To 19. Tayo ay napahiwalay sa Panginoon. Ang Diyos ay banal. Tayo mga makasalanan, dahil sa kasalanan natin, napahiwalay tayo sa Panginoon. So ang gusto ipaabot ng Panginoon dito sa sanctuaryo na ibinigay doon kay Moses upang ipahayag na sa pamagitan ng sanctuaryong ito, nandito yung plan of redemption. Na, na kung naalala niyo yung pinag-aralan natin na Day of Atonement, yan yung last part once a year on the 10th day of the 7th month. Doon nangyayari sa most holy place. Napaatras lang tayo sa, sa sequence kasi hindi ko alam na meron pa pala tayong kasunod na series. But thank you. Thank, thank God for using Pastor Soliano na binigyan tayo ng privilege ng ganito. So yung plan of salvation upang iugnay, idugtong uli yung pagitan ng banal na Diyos sa, makasala, sa mga taong mga nagkasala. At dito sa umagitan ng sanctuary message, dito ipinapahayag ng Panginoon ang kanyang reconciling love and grace to mankind once again. So the way of God is in the sanctuary, the way of redemption, the way of reconciliation, based on His agape because He loves so much the world. Yung God so loved the world na sinunat ni John nung panahon ni John, doon lang naisulat yan nung panahon ni John, pero yung truth noon is even from the beginning that God created man in His own image. Kaya nga reflectors tayo ng kanyang character, agape. Okay, so yan yung purpose. Pangalawa, natanong natin dito, sino ang tumupad at paano na ito pa dito na sanctuary? Yung sanctuary model of plan of redemption. John chapter 1 verse 14. Buksan yung mga Bible nyo dito sa umpisa, John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Sino yon Si Jesus. Pagdating doon sa verse 14, at ang berbong ito, and the word was made flesh. So kung titingnan nyo yung humanity ni Jesus Christ, meron siyang qualifying word, made. So in his humanity, na kung saan niya isinagawa yung ating kaligtasan, he was made flesh, he was made of a woman, he was made under the law. Pinag-aralan natin yan last time. He was made under the law. He was made sin. Who knew no sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Pagdating dito sa chapter two, John chapter two, verses thirteen to twenty-two, ito yung kwento na si Jesus papasok dun sa sa templo. Pagpasok niya don, ginawa na mga tao yung templo na palengke. Sa kumuha siya ng tali, wala na mga record na pinaglalatigun yung mga tao, ang record lang pinagtumba niya yung mga table. Kasi 
yung galit niya is godly anger, hindi out of emotion. Naginawa yung bahay ng kanyang ama na kalakalan. Kagaya ngayon, yung gospel natin is commercialized. Ang focus natin, paano para rin tayo kumita? Gagamitin natin yung mga tungkol sa Panginoon, sa pangalan ng Panginoon, religion, para kumita lang. <laughs> Yun, commercialized. Noong panahon, actual talaga. Ngayon, masyado saddle yung, yung pag-commercialize natin ng, ng gospel. Kaya pag may mga ministry kumisan, makikipag-friend. Tapos, dahil sa ministry yung pala, commercial. Dito, sa Panginoon, hindi. So, noong tinam Tina, tinumba niya yung mga table, tinanong siya yung mga tao, bakit mo ginagawa yan? Sabi niya, bakit yung ginawang kalakalan ang bahay na akyama? Ngayon, sabi niya, sabi ng mga tao, bigyan niyo kami ng tanda na ito talaga ay bahay ng inyong ama. Anong tanda na binigay ng Panginoon? Basahin niyo sa John, John chapter 2. Sabi niya, Destroy this temple and I will raise it up in three days. Sundan nyo yung istorya ha. Anong sagot ng mga tao? Three days? A 46 years namin ito itinayo. Gigibayin namin. Tapos three days mo lang itatayo. So sa kanila, blasphemy yun. Ang malungkot dito mga kapatid, na kahit yung kanyang mga alagad na kasama niya doon sa kwentuhang yun, hindi rin naintindihan hanggang sa panahon na siya ay nabuhay na mag-uli. Tingnan nyo yung verse 21. Sa verse 21 ng chapter 2 ng John, ang tinutukoy dito sa kwentuhan nila na destroy this temple and I will raise it up in three days, ang tinutukoy ni Kristo, yung kanyang katawan. But he speak of his temple, of his body. So iba yung mentality, yung mindset ng mga tao. Nandun sila sa literal, physical building. Si Jesus nandito sa spiritual mode. Nang tinutukoy niya yung katawan niya. Yun ang malungkot kasi mula noon, doon pa lang naniwala yung kanyang mga alagad after the resurrection sa verse 22. Sabi dito, When therefore he was risen from the dead. Ah, yung pagkabuhay na niya. His disciples remembered that he had said this unto them and they believed the scriptures and the word which Jesus said haba no three and a half uh, years so mga kapatid ang tumupad nitong palang sanctuary na binigay ng Diyos kay Moses doon sa ilang si Jesus Christ So Jesus Christ is the reality of the sanctuary message. He is the fulfillment. He is the reality. Everything about the sanctuary pointed to Christ and His dynamics of salvation, His movement of salvation. Kaya yun ang sabi ni David, ni Haring David. Your way, what way? Way of salvation. Your way of salvation, O God, is in the sanctuary. Bakit? Yun ang gaganapin, tutuparin, isasagawa at tinupad ng ating Panginoon Yesus sa kanyang banal na kasaysayan. Kaya na, ito yung beauty 
yung much less charm ng message na ito, yung kahalagahan ng mensaheng ito, na hindi natin pwedeng ibaliwala, na i-revive by the grace of God, bago dumating si Jesus, kasi darating na si Jesus, na i-revive ito mula sa ating mga sarili, personal, papunta ng church, papunta sa sanlibutan. Yung kahalagahan ng mensahe ng sanctuaryo. Tatlong question lang, aapat lang na question. Yung pangatlo, so si Jesus yung sanctuary, ano naman yung katotohanan doon sa tinatawag na sacrificial system, yung pagpatay ng mga hayop? Hebrews chapter 10 verse 5. Sabi ng writers ng Hebrews, si Jesus ito nagsasalita dito, pero ito yung, yung sinulat niya. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, si Jesus ito, He said, yung he na cometh, ito yung first coming. When he come into the world. Huwag tayo malito dito mga kapatid kasi kumisan na over tayo sa second coming na na left over, na left behind. Na left behind yung first coming. Sabi dito, when he cometh into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering the word is not. Hindi naman talaga yung ang way ni Lord ng pagliligtas. Yun ay anino lamang. But the body thou hast prepared for me. Yan yung humanity ni Jesus Christ na inihanda ng Ama para sa kaligtasan ng buong sanlibutan. So yung sacrificial system, ang reality nun, nandoon sa pagkatao ng ating Panginoong Yesus. What He was made. He was made flesh. He was made of a woman. He was made under the law. He was made like unto his brethren. He was made sin. So the qualifying word for his humanity is the word made. But by his native right, he is God. And his life is original, unborrowed, underived. Walang pinagmuran, hindi hiniram, original, sarili niya mismo yung buhay niya. So the whole purpose, ang lahat, ang kabuuhan ng layunin ng sacrificial system doon sa sanctuary na ipinatayo ng Diyos kay Moises doon sa ilang, na inextend doon kay Solomon, upang ituro kay Kristo ang mga tao at, at sa kanyang gawain ng pagliligtas. Ito yung dynamics, kaya yung title ng, ng program natin, Dynamics of the Everlasting Gospel. The sacrificial, the sacrifice of the animals had no salvific value, no saving merits of itself. Kaya dito sinabi ni Kristo sa ama sa verse six, God has no pleasure in these rituals. Sa sa pagan, kaya magsasakripisyo yung mga mga tao kasi hindi pa nila kilala ang panginoon eh, is to appease an angry God upang magkaroon ng papalubag-loob ang, ang galit na Diyos, so magsasakripisyo sila. Ang pamamaraan ng Diyos, laging opposite sa human way of save, salvation. Ang Diyos mismo ang nagsakripisyo, nagbigay ng hain. Pero dahil spiritual na bagay ito, hindi maintindihan ng carnal mind. So God has to make a way kung paano niya ma-connect kasi kailangan talaga ang connection eh. Kaya ang ministry na ito, radical reconnection. Kasi nawala na talaga tayo. 
So it takes the grace of God for us to be reconnected to the truth as it is in Christ. Kaya ang programming ito, ang ministry na ito na pinagkaloob ng Panginoon sa atin, na magitan ni Pastor Soliano at ang kanyang mga kasamahan dyan, is radical reconnections. Ibang-iba. Because God's way is totally opposite and light years apart from human way. My thoughts are not your thoughts as far as heaven and the earth. Napakalayo. Kaya purihin ang Panginoon at pagpasalamat tayo sa Panginoon na binigyan na tayo ng mensahe. Although na itago ito at hindi lumabas at it has been twisted by the enemy, it is now the time for us to once again by the grace of God to the power of the Holy Spirit to resurrect this message and don't apply it immediately to other people. We have to apply it to ourselves. Yan ang katuparan ng sacrificial system. Christ and His saving activity. Ito yung dynamics, movement ng Panginoon. Ang tawag ng Bible dito is God's operation. Pag may operation, merong movement. Yan ang tinatawag na dynamics. Napakaganda mga kapatid. Okay, number four. Ngayon, kung ang Diyos ay walang pleasure doon sa mga sacrifices, tsaka tiyak na walang kaligtasan doon eh. Marami nagtuturo kasi hindi nila naintindihan na nung panahon daw ni Moises ay yun ang pamamaraan ng Diyos pagliligtas. Hindi po yun, mali po yun. Iisa lang ang pamamaraan ng Diyos na pagliligtas. One way ticket, one way. God has only one way of saving men. It is through Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Jesus said, I am the way. So siya lang talaga yun. So ang magiging tanong, bakit naghanda ang Diyos ng katawan doon kay Kristo sa verse 7? Bakit? And said, I, lo, I come in the volume of the books written of me. Naalala nyo sa Luke chapter 24 nung inexplain ni Jesus sa kanyang mga disappointed na disciples na namatay daw yung kanilang master na hindi nila na-recognize yung pagka-resurrect ni Jesus Christ, yung daan papuntang Emmaus, inexplain ni Jesus sa verse 25 and 26 tsaka 45 to 48. Di nyo ba alam, ito na yung sinasabi ko sa inyo, sabi ng ating Panginoon Jesus, na lahat ng nasusulat mula kay Moises patungo sa mga propeta at sa mga awit, yung lahat ay tumutukoy sa akin at sa akin pagliligtas. At anong ginawa ng Panginoon sa kanila? Tingnan nyo, Luke chapter 22. Ito yung pinakamaganda at ito din yung prayer natin ngayon na, na ito rin yung maranasan natin ngayon sa presensya ng Banal na Espiritu. Luke chapter 24 verse 45. At binuksan niya ang kanilang pag-uunawa. Lahat ng mga binuksan ng Panginoon nung panahon ni Kristo, He opened the eyes ng mga bulag yung bibig ng mga pipi at ng mga tainga ng mga bingi. Binuksan niya. Pero dito ang kasong ito sa Luke chapter 24 verse 45. Iba na ang binuksan niya. Yung pag-uunawa. Na yun din ang prayer natin ngayong oras na ito. Nabuksan tayo ni Lord. Paano niya bubuksan ito? Pag ma-encounter natin yung purity of the truth of God's message, the sanctuary message, the message of the gospel, The message of salvation. Ano ang layunin? He opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. 
Naririnig na kasi nila yun eh. Nakikita na nila yun. Pero hindi nila naintindihan. This time, yun ang ginawa ni Jesus. At nung nangyari yun, doon na nag-umpisa yung Pentecost. They were empowered by the Holy Spirit, sa presence ng Holy Spirit. Pero yung, yung early rain na message ay yung truth of Word of God in its purity and its clarity. Kaya, it was through the humanity of Jesus Christ that the world was to be redeemed. This was the will of God. Yan yung sabi ng Panginoon, I come to do thy will, O God. Ano yung will ni God? God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him, John 3.17, through Him might be saved. So through His humanity, which represented mankind, Jesus Christ is the last or the second Adam, Christ obtained salvation full and complete for the entire human race because He is the last Adam, the final representative of the whole human race. It is for this reason that the humanity of Christ is everything to us. Kita nyo, tingnan natin yung vitamins na sinasabi ng Spirit of Prophecy. Uh, volume 1 ng Selected Messages, page 44. The humanity of the Son of God is everything to us. It is the golden chain that binds our soul to Christ and through Christ to God. Ito yung ending ng statement na to. This is to be our study. Hindi sinabi doon na this is to be our debate. Kasi mahilig tayo mag-debate. Si Kristo ba Diyos? O si Kristo tao? O ano ba? So last time pinakita natin, hindi ko na nailagay dito. Dapat pala inilagay ko. What He is, By His native right, He is God. He is the Creator. He is uh, immortal. He is the lawgiver. In His humanity is what He was made. He was made of a woman, made of the, under the law, made sin, made flesh, made like unto His brethren. So His humanity, the word made in His humanity, qualifies Him to be our actual substitute and representative. Not vicarious substitute, but actual substitute. We have to clarify this, mga kapatid. So with Him as our actual substitute, He did not live a perfect life instead of us. He lived a perfect life and we were together with Him. And when He died, we were together with Him. And when He was resurrected, we were resurrected with Him. So from birth to resurrection, from incarnation, To resurrection, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 5 and 6. When we were dead in sins, He made us alive together with Him, together with Christ. That is at the incarnation. And in verse 6, And He raised us up together and made us sit, made us sit together in heavenly places. Kasi pag nag-umpisa na ka na Christ live a perfect life, and died eternal death instead of me, ang ending yun, He was resurrected instead of us, and He went to heaven instead of us. Pero baliktad, ang sa Bible kasi, pinaupo tayo sa langit na bayan. Meaning, we have authority. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 13, we are enrolled in heaven. Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, 
We are citizens of heaven. How did it happen? Through the humanity of Jesus Christ. That humanity, that body that God prepared for him. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Pwede niyong isulat ang praise God. Amen. Or isigaw niyo sa puso niyo. Now, wow! Thank you, Lord, for giving us such a message. Ito pala yung layunin kung bakit out of the rubbles of the great disappointment, God raised up a little flock called the Advent Movement. And it developed hanggang sa pagdating ng panahon na ito na ngayon yung Seventh-day Adventist. So when God raised up the Seventh-day Adventist or the Advent Movement, not because so that when you join, you will be saved. Hindi yun. O oh, mag-join kayo sa Seventh-day Adventist para iligtas kayo ng Diyos. Yan yung negosyo. Yan yung merchandise ni Satanas na ginagamit niya sa mga denominations na kasama na rin tayo. Nakainom na talaga tayo ng kanyang wine, ng confusion. Pero by the grace of God, through the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit, God is reviving. Ito yung tinatawag na revival. Revival is looking at the old truth in the new light. What light? In the light that streams from the cross of Calvary. Kaya ang tawag ko dito nung pinag-aaralan natin ito, wala akong ibang masabi kung hindi, wow! Wow talaga si Lord. Grabe talaga si Lord. So yan, tingnan natin, meron pa tayong isang vitamins, the spirit of prophecy. Para hindi na tayo dun sa masyado na na-inculcate sa mind natin yung sanctuary na puro building. Ginawa natin yung pinagawa ni Lord na building kay Moses, inabot doon kay Solomon, tapos dinala natin doon sa langit, although merong actual building doon sa langit, ang focus natin, wag doon sa building. Kung hindi yung may-ari ng building, anong activities doon sa building, anong kahulugan ng building, Mamaya ipapakita ko sa inyo yung mga building-building kung talagang building ba talaga yan. So, in the cleansing of the temple, ito na yung sinasabi ni Jesus, destroy this temple, John chapter 2. In the cleansing of the temple, Jesus was announcing His mission, earthly mission ito, as the Messiah and entering upon His work. What work? Work, work of redemption. Ito yung sa Eastern Square ng sanctuary. So that temple erected for the abode of the divine presence was designed tingnan natin yung layunin nito mga kapatid ha? was designed to be an object lesson hindi yung pinakita ng Diyos para ito yung forma ito yung structure hindi yun ang layunin nun na focus tayo dun sa structure kasi God is telling us to focus to what that structure represents which is redemption. So it was designed to be an object. Napa-English na tuloy ako mga kapatid. Sorry. Pag nalalasing tayo ng Holy Spirit, ginaganaan tayo ng Word of God. Napapa-English eh. Okay. English kasi yung nakasulat dito eh. Ng writings ng Spirit of Prophecy. Si Ellen White. Was designed to be an object lesson. Tinan nyo. Hindi lang pala ito para sa Israelites. For Israel and for the World. Desire of Ages, page 161. So yun ang layunin ng mga kapatid. So what is this sanctuary represents? The fulfillment? The body, the humanity of Jesus Christ. His saving 
the dynamic of his saving activity, his saving work, the plan of redemption, the dynamics, the movement of the plan of redemption. Kaya yung mga nangyayari ngayon, in the last days event, mga pandemic, mga confusion dito, dynamics ito ng movement ng Panginoon ng, ng approaching God. Pakinggan nyo, makikita nyo yung details nito dito sa presentation ni Pastor Soliano sa Radical Reconnection Series, yung uh, M-R-I, Mount, River, and Island. Kaya pupunta tayo dun sa m RI. Huwag na doon sa mga BRI kasi mga okay 'yon pero dito talaga tayo direct sa word of God. At ang Holy Spirit yung teacher natin. Oh. So ngayon para hindi tayo malito, ito yung lahat ng mga sanctuary, merong merong sanctuary temples na nandito sa Bible na ma-encounter natin. Ang unang-una niyan dito kay Moises, nandiyan yung mga verses, i-check nyo na lang, kopyahin nyo, picturean nyo ito. Moises, build me a sanctuary that I may dwell in them. Tapos, sa sermon naman sa history sa Old Testament, nandito rin ito sa sermon ni Stephen sa Acts chapter 7, na si David, naghahangad siya, itayo uli yung templo, pero si Solomon na yung ginamit ng Panginoon to restore and rebuild the temple. Pagdating ng reality ng temple na yun, si Jesus Christ pala yun. Kita nyo? Nung natapos na ni Jesus Christ yung mission niya dito sa lupa, umakyat siya sa langit, ang representative ng temple na yon, ito na yung body of Christ, iglesia ni Cristo, the church of Christ, ito na yon. So God, the Holy Spirit, dwells and brings His message of salvation through the church, through His body, worldwide. Ephesians 2:19-22. Hmm. Ngayon, itong church is composed of individual believers. Yung individual believers, ikaw, siya, ako, individuals, ito yung body natin na pinag-usapan natin kahapon, ito yung templo ng Diyos, huwag natin gawing cathedral. Ibig sabihin, huwag natin palakihin. We have to maintain to take care of our bodies because our bodies is the temple of the Holy Spirit. May mga bagay na mga nakalagay dyan na hindi naman wala doon sa temple, tanggalin na natin. Kasi pangdumi lang yan eh. Pangdumi yan ng sanlibutan. Tanggalin na natin. We have to take care of our bodies for the glory of God. Tayo ayaw natin tanggapin na tumatang, tumatanda tayo. So lahat ng mga pwede nating inumin, mga ganyan, kainin, mga ilalagay sa ating mga katawan para ang appearance natin sa tao ay maganda. But God, the Bible is telling us, do sa lesson natin kahapon, the attraction that we have to do is that people around us will be attracted doon sa much less charm ni Jesus Christ. And they will also experience, understand and experience the much less charm of Jesus Christ, the beauty and the power of salvation. Yan mga kapatid. Ngayon, Meron bang templo sa langit? Meron templo sa langit. Pero hindi yan ang issue na doon sa structure nga. Kaya pagdating doon sa langit, nung pinakita ng Panginoon kay John, the Revelator, Revelation chapter 21, verse 3, ito yung culmination ng sanctuary message. Basahin natin. 
Punta tayo sa Bible talaga. Direct from the Bible. Buksan nyo yung mga Bible nyo. Kung nasa computer kayo, cellphone, buksan nyo. Dito lang ako sa sa sira-sira kong sira-sira kong Bible. Revelation 21 verse verse 3. Tingnan natin ha. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God. Di ba yung tabernacle niya, yung temple? The, tem- the tabernacle of God is with men. And He will dwell with them. Bakit naging He itong tabernacle dito? The tabernacle of God is with men. And He will dwell with them. Naalala nyo sa John chapter 1 verse 14 and and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us sino yun si Jesus dito naman naging he sino itong he and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their god tabernacle the dwelling yung si Jesus yung tabernacle siya yung dwelling siya siya yung mananahan ang, ang point dito mga kapatid is God doesn't want only a relationship but He wants a, an intimate relationship. Mula nung create niya tayo, hiningahan niya tayo sa ilong. Doon niya pinapasok yung hiningan ng buhay. Kayo, papayag kayo na kahit sino hihinga sa inyong ilong. Walang pwedeng huminga sa ilong ng isang tao maliban lang yung merong intimate relationship sa iyo. Ganon ka-intimate ang Panginoon sa atin. Hiningahan niya tayo sa ating ilong, doon ipinasok yung ating buhay. Kaya yung sanctuary message is not only a relationship, but intimate relationship. The tabernacle of God will dwell with men. He will dwell with them. So nandyan, nananahan, magkasama talaga. So if that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, it must be a permanent dwelling. Hindi yung kumisan, nandiyan yung Holy Spirit. Kumisan wala. Nung... Anyway, so, wala na kasing time eh. Nung una kasi, mahilig ako sa sini. Nung bagong baptize ako, malaking kwento ito. Pero, mahilig tayo sa sini. At pag nahuli ka ng sini, tuturoan ka ng mga, mga elders at ng mga pastor sasabihin. Pag manood ka ng sini, maiiwanan ka ng anghel mo dito sa labas. Maghihintay yung anghel sa labas. Ay mga tatlong oras yung sini. Kaya pag nasunog yung sini o nagkaroon ng lindol na matay ka dun sa loob ng sinihan, wala kang kaligtasan. Sa palagay mo, matutuwa ka pa manood ng sini? Siyempre, hindi na. Ano yung motivation natin para hindi manood ng sini? Takot. Talip na hindi ka manood ng sini kasi hindi yun beneficial. Hindi... Walang, walang, hindi maganda para sa sarili mo, iba yung motive. Mali pa rin. So, gusto ng Panginoon yung cleansing of the sanctuary na magkaroon tayo ng malinis at tamang motive, budhi. Malinis na budhi pagsagot sa Panginoon. So, sa verse 22, tingnan natin. And I saw, John, uh, Revelation chapter 21 verse 22, And I saw no temple therein, dito pinakita ng Diyos yung New Jerusalem kay John the Revelator. Siyempre bilang Hudyo, hinahanap niya saan yung, saan yung building dito, yung, yung temple. Wala siyang nakita. Dalawang temple dito. 
yung temple na hindi niya nakita na inaasahan niya na yung sanay siya kung anong klaseng temple. Dito, iba yung nakita niya na temple. Sabi niya, I saw no temple therein. Bakit? For, that, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. So wag tayong malito, wag tayong magulo tungkol sa sanctuary. Ang sanctuary mga kapatid is God's dwelling but it's not about the physical structure. Although meron yan but that's not the focus. The focus is God Himself. Kagaya niyan, ako kahit hindi, ka, gusto ko lang talaga maligtas. Kahit hindi na ako makapunta doon sa mga kaharian ng Diyos, uupo sa Kanyang trono, kahit doon lang ako sa gate, hindi yan ang pamamaraan ng Diyos. Ang gusto ng Diyos, meron tayong intimate relationship, nananahan siya sa atin, at tayo ang kanyang tao. We are His temple, and He is the temple. Bigyan ko kayo ng, ng example. Sa, sa, sa Ephesians chapter 5, laging ginagamit ito ng message pagdating sa kasalan. Ephesians chapter 5 ginagamit na 22, 23. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husband as unto the Lord. So, lagi niyang importante as to the Lord. Tapos sa 23, for the husband. Tapos sa verse 25, husband, love your wives, even Christ loved the church and gave himself. Actually, pag minessage natin ito, ang focus natin, hindi dito sa Christ also love his church. Ang focus talaga natin, doon sa husband at doon sa wife. Pero sabi ni, as, as maganda itong mystery ito, hindi natin maintindihan. Pero ang tinutukoy niya sa verse 32, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 32. Buksan niyo yung Bible niyo. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 32. This is a great mystery, yung husband and wife. Mystery yan kasi biro mo, pinakasalan mo yung hindi mo kaano-ano, hindi mo kakilala, nagkita lang kayo kung saan, nagkain laban, Nag-usap, nagkaroon na ng tipanan, tapos nagbalak na ng kasalan. So pakakainin mo, ikakasama mo yung hindi mo kaano-ano. Kaya mystery yan. Yung pag-aasawa, mystery. Kaya huwag kayong magtataka, laging nag-away kung sino maghuhugos ng plato, sino maglalaba, ganun. Sino mamamalengke, sino maglilinis ng bahay. Ngayon, magulo na ang mundo. Ginagawang joke yung pag-aasawa na dapat ang lalaki yung head ginawa na ng ginawa na ng ng basta maraming joke tungkol sa mag-asawa but it's not joke time ngayon serious time tayo so ang sinasabi dito sa 32 but i speak concerning Christ and the church yung binabanggit dito na husband and wives and wife and husband ang main goal main presentation main focus ni Pablo pala dito is Christ and the church So anyway, sanctuary lang ito. Tapos na yung apat na question, pupunta na tayo dito sa apat na bagay na dapat natin malaman, mahalaga. So vitamins na naman ito. Spiritual vitamins natin. From eternal ages, it was God's purpose that every created being from the bright and holy seraph to men should be a temple for the indwelling of the Creator. Because of sin, nung pumasok ang kasalanan, humanity ceased to be the temple of God, temple for God. Darkened and defiled by evil, the heart of men no longer revealed 
the glory of the divine one. Kasi reflector tayo, we were created in His image. Nung nahulog tayo sa kasalanan, we live independently from God, ang nagre-reflect na, nakikita na sa atin, tayo na, hindi na ang Panginoon. So, through the restoration of the gospel, the purity of the gospel, ang mangyayari in these last days, matutupad na yung Christ in you, the hope of glory. Si Kristo na yung makikita sa buhay ng mga believers. Tingnan nyo. But by the incarnation, saan nag-umpisa ito? Incarnation sa kapanganakan ng ating Panginoon when the Word was made flesh. By the incarnation of the Son of God, the purpose of heaven is fulfilled. Wow! Nag-umpisa pala talaga ito doon sa incarnation, yung gospel. Ah. Bigyan ko pa kayo ng isa pang vitamins. Tapos malapit na tayong mag-conclude. Ang context nito mga kapatid, yung sanctuary message. Basahin nyo, picturean nyo ito. The enemy of God, si Satanas yan, the enemy of God and man is not willing that this truth, what truth? The truth of the sanctuary. This truth should be clearly presented. For he knows that if the people receive it fully, his power will be broken. Yan yung sinasabing he will crush your head. God, the love of God, the truth as it is in Christ will expose the lies, the merchandise, the craftiness of the enemy. Gusto nyo malaman yung craftiness, punta nyo yung presentation na Pastor Soliano doon sa Mount River and Island. Presentation nandiyan sa YouTube, especially Daniel 8 chapter 8 verses 23 to 25. Nandun yung full explanation, understanding. Nandun yun. So, if he can he knows that If the people will receive this truth, the sanctuary, his power will be broken. If he can control the mind so that doubt and unbelief, kasi marami sa ating duda at nag-aalangan sa kanilang kaligtasan eh. But through the sanctuary message, we must be established in the truth as it is in Christ that we have a blessed assurance of salvation. If he can control the minds so that doubt and unbelief and darkness shall compose the experience of those who Who claim? Who claim what? To be the children of God, He can overcome them with temptation, unless divine power is brought into the experience of the people of God. Papasok na ito ngayon. False theories and erroneous ideas will take minds captive. Christ and His righteousness will be dropped out of the experience of many and their faith will be without power or life. Review and Herald, September 3, 1889. Picturean nyo yan mga kapatid at pag-aralan at reviewin nyo kung saan galing to ano ang context nito. Okay, now, balik tayo dito. At the incarnation, God united the divine life of Jesus Christ, His divinity to our corporate, fallen, sinful, Adamic humanity that needed redeeming. So at the incarnation of the Son of Man, sa pagkabuhay ni Kristo, that event, that history, qualified Jesus Christ to be our actual substitute and representative. 
Kaya yung gospel is the miraculous birth of Jesus Christ. His perfect life, His sacrificial death, and glorious resurrection. By His perfect life and His sacrificial death, He fully redeemed humanity or mankind. Paano natin nalaman yun? Ay marami naman namatay doon sa cross. Because of the res resurrection, yung resurrection ni Jesus Christ, His glorious resurrection, yan yung resibo ng pagbayad ng kasalanan. In the resurrection, Christ raised our humanity cleansed and glorified which He took to heaven. Ito na yung Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. To represent us in His priestly ministry in heavenly sanctuary. Kita nyo mga kapatid kung gaano kakonektado ito lahat. At pag nalaman natin ito at marinig natin yung kanyang final instruction sa Mount River and Island, madali nating madetect yung truth ng final instruction, final prescription, last warning of Jesus Christ. Kasi kilala na natin yung pastol natin. Pag hindi natin alam ito, nahirapan tayo tumanggap ng katotohanan doon sa last day event. Yan. So apat na lang. Itong apat na to number one, the sanctuary was God's master model plan of salvation. May pula, may green, may blue. Ito yung platform natin mga kapatid. Pag pula, yan yung tungkol sa atin na nadamis tayo ng kasalanan kahit si Jesus Christ, He was made sin for us. So Exodus 25 verse 8, that was the type, the shadow, the figure. Mababasa nyo sa Hebrews chapter 8. And chapter 9, shadows, figure. Okay? So, build me a sanctuary. Yung kaganapan, yung, yung katuparan nito, the reality, was Jesus Christ in His humanity. John 1.14 And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. Kita nyo? Yan. Ngayon, pag na-restore na itong everlasting gospel sa bayan ng Diyos, the world will be divided into two groups. Walang excuse either for or against sila kay Jesus Christ. Pag nangyari na yun, Matthew 24.14 will, will be fulfilled through the preaching of the three angels' message, the everlasting gospel, the world will be divided into two camps. Yung mga tumanggap, willful and deliberate, accept the gospel of Jesus Christ. When Jesus comes, He will bring us to that heavenly kingdom that He prepared before the foundation of the world. Ito na yung culmination ng Revelation 21 verse 3. Behold, I heard a loud voice saying that the burnacle of God is with men and He will dwell with them. Kita nyo? So sa Old Testament, hindi yung iba yung pamaraan ng Diyos ng pagliligtas Saka iba naman yung pagdating ni Jesus. Tumutukoy lang yun sa reality. It was a shadow. So Hebrews chapter 9 verses 1 to 5 and verse 10 describes the earthly sanctuary and its ceremonies as the old covenant or salvation in type. Walang masama doon sa old covenant. Yung old dito, hindi ito yung, yung timing. Ito yung shadow, ito yung type, ito yung model. Tapos ang naging reality nito, dito na sa chapter 10 ng Hebrews verses 5 to 10 describes the reality of the sanctuary message 
What is the sanctuary message? The new covenant, which is everlasting covenant. Hindi yun brand new. Pag sinabing new covenant, brand new. I will give you a new commandment. Hindi yun brand new. Yan yung original commandment. Mahilig tayo mag-interpret ng Bible na galing sa dictionary. Dito mismo tayo sa Bible. New covenant is the original covenant, everlasting covenant. What is that? Salvation in reality. What's salvation? Salvation that was planned and initiated by God before the foundation of the world. Promised right after the fall and was fulfilled in the holy history of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay? So yan yung number one. Number two, ito muna. Jesus Christ, nandun siya ngayon sa langit. He will continue his high priestly ministry in heavenly sanctuary until the great controversy is brought to an end when sin will be totally eradicated and everlasting righteousness will be ushered in. This, in a nutshell, is the whole purpose of the sanctuary message. It is to give us being human that needed redeeming and salvation. It, this gives us a clear picture of the whole plan of salvation so that our faith in God, in the righteousness of Jesus Christ, and our future hope becomes fully established. Okay? So ngayon, number two. Tandaan natin. Lahat na nandun sa sanctuary ng mga furnitures at mga activities, mga movements, lahat yun, it points out to Jesus Christ and His saving activity. Christ is the Lamb of God na inintroduce ni John the Baptist that He is the Lamb of God that will take away the sin of the world. Titingnan nyo yung word na sin doon is in singular. Yan yung principle of sin. Yan yung iniquity, the law of sin. He condemned sin. Basahin nyo Romans chapter 8, verse 3. It's not sins. Singular. That's the principle of sin. That's iniquity. That's the, the principle, the law of sin that was condemned at the cross. Christ, the Lamb of God, took away the sin of the world. Yung candlestick, seven candlestick, Christ is the light of the world that lightens every man. John chapter 1, verses 9 to 12. Every man that comes into the world. Hindi pa siya nabubuhay, meron na siyang liwanag. Kaya paglaki niya, at malaman niya itong gospel, sasabihin niya, ah, kasi naliliwanagan siya. Pero bago pa siya nabuhay, meron ng tinatawag na backup generator in case mag-brown out o mag-black out. <clears throat> Yan. Wala tayong, Juan, wala tayong way na, alam niyo mga kapatid, napakahirap hindi maligtas. Napakahirap mapahamak. Pero ang ini-inject ni Satanas sa atin, napakahirap maligtas. Parang ang dating, come unto me and I will give you work because my burden is so heavy, my yoke is heavy and Is, is hard and my burden is heavy. Pero sabi ni Jesus, come unto me and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and, uh, and my burden is light. So ang preaching natin, ang mga turo natin, na nakainom na tayo ng wine of Babylon, parang napakahirap maligtas. Yan. Christ is the, the light of every man that comes into the world. Oh, Christ is the living bread. Yung, yung table of showbread, it represents Jesus Christ. He is the 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 real manna from heaven na pinapakain niya na ang reaksyon ng mga Diyos. Sabi niya, kainin niyo itong aking, ang aking laman. Kasi yun yung tinapay. Sabi ng mga Diyos, anong klase ito? Pinapakain, aswang yata ito, cannibal. 
Is Christ teaching cannibalism? No. Partaking. God wants us to enter into an intimate relationship with Him by entering into His rest. Kaya pumasok yung Sabbath dyan. Tsaka yung Sabbath has a prophetic significance na yung Sabbath hindi lang dito sa lupa, pati doon sa langit. Na gusto rin ng Panginoon, isama yung mga Hudyo na nanginginin ng Sabbath pero wala si Kristo. Kaya binigyan niya pa ng another Sabbath na, do, na yun ay gagawin na practicing dito at maging reality doon sa langit. Okay? Christ is the mercy seat covering propitiation through whose redemption we have salvation full and complete. Basahin niyo mga kapatid, yung Romans chapter 3 verses 24 and 25 na sinabi dyan na kasalanan ng mga nakaraan, hindi dito tinutukoy sa Romans 3, 24 and 25, yung pre-conversion natin, hindi yan. Yung sinabing kasalanan ng mga nakaraan, the past, sin in the past, tinutukoy yan yung nung panahon ng Israelites doon sa Old Testament. They were saved by the promise. And now, in verse 25, become a reality. Yan. So Jesus Christ is the covering, the mercy seat. And Jesus Christ is our intercessor against the accusation of Satan. The Father is not against us. Ang dating kasi, parang si Jesus napakabait. Pero yung Ama napakalupit. Kaya si Jesus nag-i-intercede siya sa atin doon sa Ama. Hindi yun. Christ is our intercessor against the accusation of the enemy. Bukas pag-aralan natin yan sa investigative judgment. Bukas ng gabi. Mabuti nga kung halimbawa, hindi kayo nakaten, pero alam ko na, decided na talaga ko kayo lagi, nasundan ito eh. Ngayon, just in case hindi kayo nakaten, nito, isabihin nyo sa mga kaibigan natin, mga kapatid natin, panuorin nito. Pero bukas, huwag kayong a-absent kasi mahalaga yun. Investigative judgment. A teaching that God entrusted to us in this church that produces more fear than faith. Bukas, by the grace of God, through the presence and leading of the Spirit, we will produce more faith and it will end up, we will have more co-workers to finish the work of God. Anyway, so Christ is the veil that bore our sins in His flesh. So yung veil, yung, nung namatay si Jesus Christ, nahati yung four inches thick na nagdi-divide ng holy place tsaka most holy place, nung namatay si Jesus, bakit galing sa taas yung pagkahati? God is telling us that salvation is holy God's activity, God's dynamics without human devising, without human contribution. Recipient lang talaga tayo. Kita nyo mga kapatid? So yan. Ito yung major. Marami pa ito pero ang, ang main mga general points lang yung pinag-aaralan natin ngayon. So, pag lumapit tayo sa throne of grace, we have confidence. Not because we are good or something that qualifies from ourselves, but through the humanity of Jesus Christ. What is that veil? His flesh, His humanity. So, number three. The sanctuary revealed the fall and restoration of man. In Adam, the first humanity, humanity sinned was defiled by sin and condemned to death. The plan of salvation that was revealed in the sanctuary, in Christ, the same humanity that He took upon Himself at the Incarnation, was reconciled to God, cleansed from all defilement of sin, and justified unto life. Praise the Lord. 
Hindi ba tayo nakikiliti sa ganda ng mensahe ng Panginoon na kanyang ipinagkatiwala sa atin? At pag narinig ng tao ito na ibahagi kung saan man tayo naka, kung sino mabahagyan ito, tinanggap nila ito sa pananampalataya. Hindi nila masyado maintindihan ito, pero tinanggap ng natutuo. Ito yung mangyayari. Through faith in Christ, tayong mga makasalanan, we sinners, will experience the joy of salvation and peace that passeth all understanding. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Ito yung last kasi ayoko na gabihin kayo. Pang-apat na to. <laughs> Talagang joy na joy talaga tayo mga kapatid. Pag naintindihan talaga natin ito, makinig lang tayo sa Holy Spirit, iwasan na natin, tanggalin na natin, ibasura na natin yung ating mga preconceived mind and understanding. Dito tayo mismo sa direct from the Word of God. Kasi Holy Spirit naman yung magtuturo sa atin. We will really rejoice, have the smile in our face while we share the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ in preparation to meet the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, our Creator, our Redeemer, Friend and Savior Jesus Christ in the clouds of glory. At mangyayari yon para hindi tayo makainom ng wine of fornication ng Babylon, spiritual Babylon. We need to listen to the full and final instruction and God's prescription in the Mount, River, and Island. At madidetalya natin yung instruction niyan, yung message, yung presentation, yung Pastor Soliano, dyan sa YouTube, pakinggan nyo, nandun yun, Mount, River, and Island. Number four, this is the good news of salvation and the truth of righteousness by faith. Kasi maraming nagagamit ng mga gospel, grace, righteousness by faith. Hindi, nat, hindi magiging effective yan, lalo na sa mga ibang kasama natin ng mga kapatid, hanggang ayaw natin ng Old Testament at wala itong sanctuary message. Kasi itong sanctuary message is the everlasting gospel. And that everlasting gospel is Jesus Christ and His righteousness. Wow. Grabe. Huh? Parang... All these were revealed in the sanctuary model given to Moses. Oh, ito na. Last part na ito, mga kapatid. Tingnan natin. Iilan lang naman ito eh. Doon sa sanctuary na ipinahayag ng Diyos kay Moses, in the sanctuary was where God met sinners. Basahin niyo yung mga verses kasi wala tayong time. Today, in reality, today, through the Holy Spirit, He meets us in Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.19 God was in Christ reconciling the world. Kita nyo? Yan yung reality ng sanctuary sa ating actual experience. The sanctuary was where God revealed Himself to sinners. Exodus 29 verse 46. Today, He reveals Himself to us in Jesus Christ. Naalala nyo yung Conversation ni Philip at ni Jesus na, Lord, satisfied na talaga kami sa lahat ng mga ginawa mo. Isa na lang ang kulang. Ipakita mo yung Ama sa amin. Anong sagot ng Panginoon? Sandali lang. Di ba matagal na tayo nagsama? Hindi nyo pa ba nakikita yung Ama? Kasi ang tinitingin natin nila lagi yung physical uh, structure, yung figure. It's character in the spirit. Agape. So Jesus said, tagal na tayo nagsama, hindi nyo pa nakikita. Ang siya nakakita sa akin, nakakita na ng Ama. 
Yan yung truth of the sanctuary. Hindi facts. Huwag tayong malito doon sa facts, sa, sa truth. Mahalaga yung facts. Pero ginagamit ng Panginoon yung facts, yung literal, actual object to lead us into spiritual things. Kagaya ng pag-asawa. He's talking about husband and wife, but actually he's talking about Jesus Christ and the church. Tinutukoy ni Kristo yung temple, hindi nila maintinan. Akala nila structure, building. Pero tinutukoy ni Jesus, ano? Yung kanyang katawan. Kaya para makakonek siya, inutusan niya, destroy this temple. Anong reaksyon nila? Oh, 46 years we built. So in the sanctuary was where God dwelt with sinners. Dito, today, in the truth, in the reality of the gospel, God dwells with us. How? In Jesus Christ. Matthew 21, Emmanuel, God with us. Sa Matthew 21:23 yan. Pagdating sa 28 verse 20, sabi niya, I am with you. Yun na yung reality. And lo, I am with you. Kailan? Pag mabait lang tayo, pag mayroon tayong revival, pag mayroon tayong mga activities sa church, no? Even to the ends of the world. Iwasan na natin yung mga religious program natin na hindi nagtataas kay Kristo at hindi natin nakikita at nararanasan si Kristo. Good. Mayroon tayong mga program, mga kung ano-ano. But let's acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit. Wag na wag natin imbitahin yung oh ayung mag kung tayo mga kapatid maggalang tayo dito sa loob ng simbahan kasi meron tayong special guest yung Holy Spirit. Pero mo naging guest na lang yung Holy Spirit instead of object of worship, God is looking for worshipers, true worshipers that worship him in spirit and in truth. Ngayon naging guest na lang yung tayo na ngayon yung bida doon, tayo yung nangangasiwa ng program, guest lang yung Holy Spirit. Paano nangyari yon? Yan, kasi nakainom na tayo ng wine of Babylon. Pwede naman natin isuka yan. Paano? Through understanding and accepting the truth as it is in Christ through the sanctuary message. And we have to repent. Tanggalin na natin yung mga preconceived mind natin. John 14.23 Problema nga ito ng mga yung hindi naniniwala. John 14.23, ang sabi ng Panginoon, siyang nakikinig at tumutupad ng aking mga sinasabi sa inyo ako at ang aking ama ay gagawin kayong tahanan. Biro mo? Yung ama, yung anak, nananahan sa doon sa nakikinig at gumagawa, tumutupad ng kanyang mga salita. Paano mangyari yun? Of course, through the Holy Spirit. Saan yung Holy Spirit? Yung pinagpe-pray natin? O yung nandyan na? Yung nandyan na. Lagi tayong revive our church again, revive our church again. Hindi yun marirevive hanggang hindi natin kinikilala yung presensya ng banal na espiritu na ibinigay na ng Panginoon sa atin. Pangapat, the sanctuary was where God spoke to the sinners. Today, through the gospel message, through the sanctuary message, He speaks to us in His Son, Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2. Lahat ng mga Iba't ibang oras, iba't ibang lugar, iba't ibang pamamaraan, kinakausap tayo ng Panginoon sa magitan ng kanyang mga mga patriarchs, mga prophets. Pero ngayon, ang reality, He speaks to us through Jesus Christ. Kaya meron kanta na, He still speaks. John chapter 8, verse 43 and 47. Tingnan nyo yan, i-check nyo yung mga Bible verses dyan. The sanctuary where, where, was where God accepted sinners. Leviticus chapter 1, verse 4. Today, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6 We are accepted in the beloved 
Sinong beloved? This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Jesus Christ. He accepts us in Jesus Christ. Hmm. The sanctuary was where God forgave sinners. Today, He forgave us in Jesus Christ. So we forgive one another as God has forgiven us in Jesus Christ. Colossians 3.13 and Ephesians 1.7 Kaya napakaganda yan mga kapatid. Ang conclusion natin ngayon, most of the time, we emphasize the sanctuary. Kagaya, kagaya ng labor, yung water. Pag nagturo tayo ng sanctuary, immediately tumatalon tayo dun sa baptism. The labor in the sanctuary, yung pinaghuhugasan ng pari, ng kanyang kamay at paa, it represents the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The altar of burnt, uh, burnt offering represents the cross of Christ kung saan sinunog ng apoy yung lahat ng kasalanan na buong sanlibutan. That is the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. Doon sa paghugas ng yung labor, it represents the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yan yung objective truth of the sanctuary. Pag in-apply natin yan sa subjective experience, doon palang uuwi yung tinatawag nating baptism. Saka palang siya papasok. So kalimitan, our emphasis of the sanctuary message is our own subjective experience. Whereas its main purpose is to point to the truth as it is in Christ, His saving activities, the dynamics of the everlasting gospel. Because of the sanctuary message, we have a total picture of the plan of redemption from beginning to end. Hence, we can be absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, sure of the future. This in turn gives us everlasting hope. Let us pray, brothers and sisters. Ama namin banal, dakila po namin Diyos. Kami ay nagpapasalamat na kami ay inyong pinagkalooban ng mensaheng ito, the sanctuary message. At bilang inyong mga anak nagkulang, hinapos, nanghina, hindi namin ito napag-aralan ng tama dahil sa pag-neglect namin sa pagbigay ng oras sa inyo at pagkilala sa presensya ng Banal na Espiritu. This message was marred and been, been hidden in the rubbish of error. So Lord, we repent for this sin that we have committed against thee as a church. Wala man akong authority, Lord, sa sarili ko na magganito, pero membro din naman ako dito, Panginoon, sa pamilya ng Diyos at sa kilosang Adventista, Advent Movement. Kaya bilang iglesia, Panginoon, humihingi kami ng kapatawaran. At nagpapasalamat kami ngayon na ito ay inyong ibinangon na mag-uli, binuhay na mag-uli through the presence of the Holy Spirit, through, your, through the pioneers, that you, the Advent movement that you raised up. And today we experience another growth, growth, growing in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord, that you will touch and open our hearts and understanding that we may see Christ and Him crucified, Christ and righteousness in this message. And once we experience this, we, we understand and experience the truth. This is the time that we can testify to the world as Stephen called this sanctuary 
as the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness. So thank you, Lord, for granting us this ministry, entrusting us, especially Pastor Soliano and all the team, that we will be, by the grace, by your grace and the presence of the Holy Spirit, will be united in one voice proclaiming the everlasting gospel and the last final prescription of the end time message, the present truth, to prepare your people to meet the approaching Christ, the approaching God in the clouds of glory, together with our loved ones, our church family, and as much as possible, the whole world, because you are not willing that any should perish. So we thank you, Lord, for granting us all our prayers for your glory and for the salvation of many more souls. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.